off the ball. It's not okay for him to be fine in a test match like that. It's a fulcrum position where everything runs through nine and ten. You don't get to be fine in in matches like that where you start. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode. David Snade is with us. David, good morning to you. How are you? Very well, good morning. Um, I, I was allowed to flick at various stages during the game. He was flicking as well. You I know, yeah, I was listening to the thing. on the way in here. You're flicking between your NFL and you were between your snooker. Snooker had yeah. to be done. I know, yeah. It um, wasn't. It was difficult. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was. There's no getting away from it. Like, it kind of... If you look back, I was kind of thinking back to the first half of the Norway game and that was really, really disappointing and kind of just like, te- I mentioned it in my kind of report on the game, kind of a bit just tepid. It was just very kind of almost lackadaisical how we were passing the ball. And then against Malta, you're kind of just hoping for it. I was saying it before, just a bit of a reaction and a bit of kind of just, just a bit of pace and up it a little bit. And it wasn't really there. And... It was, but then I was like, when you had me notes at the end of the of the first half, there were still little moments that were created in the final tour that they just couldn't see off or yeah. couldn't finish off. And you're kind of, I was, I was kind of just even thinking about it last night and then again this morning. It was like, it's the kind of game that Ireland have been involved in a fair bit over the last little while. And you're kind of thinking, well, what's been different? And you were kind of looking for that little bit of creativity and a bit more of a spark because that's what the whole premise for the last couple of years has been about trying to find a different way of, of playing and it was still a lot of the same a lot of the same struggles but then on another night you, can, you could go into that game at half time 2-0 up and maybe it gives a bit of a different complexion it's just about being having that little bit of clinical nature in the final tour when it did come because there was a couple of moments where opportunities could have been like really scored really yeah um Okay, so we, we we gave you the very difficult task of picking three players who had impressed yeah. over the two games. I mean, maybe but the criteria it, a bit. But even the, na- the nature of the games, like the players, so obviously in terms of who went for, who impressed, like Callum O'Dowd was one of them. But then I still found, I still thought he had, there were still moments where he was very disappointing. He just had those flashes, obviously he had that burst of pace and that's something that Stephen Kenny has spoken about, especially in those wing-back positions that he wants. That's why he's kind of name-checked Neil Farouja or Shamrock Rovers because he wants to have that little bit of explosiveness in wing-back positions and I think something like that will stand out. I think he can obviously mention it as well. The fact that coming on as a sub and having that burst of pace and hits the post those little moments I think will stand out for him as well and like something like in a game like that against Malta that's what sticks in the head yeah. like it's nothing spectacular okay. there's no one kind of saying you know what I was the main man over these two games and really like dominated or whatever maybe that's the be- a better way for us to have this kind of to frame this conversation what, what's Kenny looking for from these games because like obviously he wanted two wins he's got uh, a defeat and a win and I think they'll be disappointed with what happened against Norway but ultimately these games don't matter Right in the in the long cycle of when we come back to look at the Kenny era, we're not going to go. Oh, those two friendlies! You know, when the World Cup was on and everyone no. was not really paying that much attention, they're the ones that stick out in my mind. It'll be something else. Yeah, I, I think that's the way people would be thinking it from from the outside, I suppose. But if you're if you're in there, like Stephen Kenny would be looking at it thinking, well, like Will Sm- Will Smallbone, for example. Like I know people are saying, well, why didn't he get a run? But like, Kenny kind of brought him into the squad to have a look at him. Didn't give him game time, but he did that. He brought that. He did that with Callum O'Dowd when Callum O'Dowd came back in the the previous get together for this, and he, he, want, he kind of name checked him, wanted to just get him involved and get right. him in the mix and just see how he was around the place again, right. having not really. So they they don't hothouse players, that, you know, they don't throw them in without a full understanding of what kind of yeah. And even if you go back to, like, I, I agree with you in the sense that like the results of Ireland had a loss last night, there would have been recriminations yeah. definitely yeah. without without a doubt, um, and so it's not a case of the. the 
these mo- these games will be pinpointed. But there could be little things within them that for for Stephen Kenny would would be important. You know what I mean? So like if you even go back, even again, you go back to as far apart, as far back to say the summer before last. Where, oh, yeah, summer before last when they had played Andorra and they got the first win and it was the first kind of time they had a bit of a training camp and stuff together and like after that you're hearing about players who are kind of standing up a little bit and are actually kind of having a good impact around the place and Kenny kind of is able to have impose his personality a little bit on the squad so there's stuff that happened say behind the scenes and that's stuff that you'll find, maybe find out with say Will Smallbone I wouldn't be surprised with someone like Will Smallbone if he goes back and plays well for Stoke and is, pl- is playing games playing regularly even though he wasn't involved I think if he's made a good impression around the place and how he settled in he could be he could be in the mix for March and if if you look at how Stephen Kenny treated I would say Michael Obafemi even when you look at the whole point of like when he pulled out of a squad because he felt as if he wasn't fit enough to play and didn't want to be involved and they were the friendlies with I think it was Lithuania wasn't a member at the, mm-hmm. the start of the year and just how he dealt with that, he kind of reintroduced them then and then obviously it paid off because he'd done so well against against Scotland they're the positives. They're the they're, they're the kind of they're kind of scratching around for thinking. Well, what what's the benefit of the last couple of games? And that's probably the height of what you can get from it because the games themselves and how Ireland played and what you would expect and where you would expect Ireland to be at this point of playing. It's probably not where you you would expect them to be or where you would want them to be. Do we give Stephen Kenny any leeway for the fact that Amabamadeli, Jason Knight? You know, parrots. These lads weren't involved in these friendlies. Like, is the, there's there's players there who, yeah. who might have made a difference. But you know, that's going to be that's going to happen. That's international yeah, football. That's like, fair. Come March, the, those three lads could not be available again. There could be other players. Like, if, heaven forbid, like if Josh Cullen's not available. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like, that's like that's going to be a big issue. And like, I know Stephen Kenny referenced the kind of depth of the central defenders, and that's like it's significant there. That's actually a, a, a good thing. The Troy Parry, that that's probably one disappointment in terms of not being able to see in this window would be to continue with Obafemi and Troy Parry together just because that was a partnership that obviously Kenny was beginning to formulate a little bit done well against Scotland home and then away again opportunities when you think back to Troy Parry's opportunity when he was one on one thinking oh god like if that they could have had a totally different complexion on how the year ended but I think that's just the nature of international football. I, I just, I don't, I'd be, you'd be a very lucky manager to have your best team available all the time, especially for the team, for a team like Ireland. And it's just about having that structure in place where lads can, can drop in and hopefully be able to do a job within it. So that's the point of small bone coming in, seeing how the squad works. If you, if you end up playing, you'll be playing in that role or this role. So you need to keep an eye on those and yeah. you're not overwhelmed by this. And then when you do come in, yeah, kind of, pick you this time. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's it. Like, and in fairness, Kenny has spoken about that and you speak to people around it. That's, kind of what he wants to do you know what I mean and it's also the whole point of I know people were saying even like on the coverage about oh, like when Jeff Hendrick it always seems to be someone like Jeff Hendrick or whoever comes on and people are saying why is, why is that because it's clear that, that that's probably now going to be Jeff Hendrick's role for Stephen Kenny and he wants to see how he does in terms of a fella coming he's no longer going to be first choice in that starting 11 he's going to be that experienced head coming on for 15 minutes so like yeah it's not it's not but like We've seen so much change over the last couple of years. This is now what's coming for the next little while. We kind of yeah, have an yeah. idea of what the eleven is going to be, and these are the kind of the forces. How does he that, respond to being a sub? Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what I mean. Like an experienced player is he going to is he going to throw a bit of a wobbler and like not and, and not put a shift in? And like that's that's just the nature of international football again. Like it's the fellas' roles and how they are in the team change, and that's how Kenny has to manage it. And that's that's what he's probably been looking for because you would imagine come come March time, dep- again depending on who's fit. That'll be someone like a Jeff Hendricks role. Okay, the other players you mentioned for um, picked out for moments rather than impressed. Is that how is that what we're saying? This 
That's fair. Isn't <laughs> that, like, yeah. No one really was there. Like, no, uh, there wasn't. Some people take the straight path in life. But at Arizona State University, we respect your twists and turns. They make our online students more driven to excel in their professional lives. That's why our personalized suite of services empowers you with innovative resources and staff that sticks with you. Make your next turn with one of our 300-plus programs at ASU, number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Visit us at asuonline.asu.edu to learn more. So Alan Brown's next on your list, obviously. Um, yeah. Scored a great goal. Alan Brown is always, it feels like, on the verge of being a really, really important player for us, but hasn't quite yeah. stepped into that bit where he's nailed on to start, first choice, he's going to influence games. Um, and he does, though, that's the thing. He actually he has a, an ability to affect games in the final tour in terms of getting into the box. When I mentioned at the, at the start about little moments in, that, in, the, in the first half that could so easily have, have been a goal, like it was him getting on the end of Doherty's little... Um, Flick through the nutmeg in, in right on half time. The key's the one who kind of seems to have that not so much the license to do it, but just the actual awareness and ability to actually pick runs and get into the box. Like you, you go back to the game against Belgium, somewhere as well where he did it there, where he got got the equaliser there and he scored. was in the first game of the previous campaign under Kenny with the the Serbia away to Serbia with a header. Like he's capable of getting in the box, and when you've got a when you have maybe when you are relying on trying to get goals from as many different places as possible, those little moments where you can see him bursting in and and like doing that, that's gonna again should stick in the manager's mind because you need as many players as possible who can affect games in the box. Yeah, okay, Jamie McGrath. Just because he had so he had so much energy about him, he he looked comfortable on the ball, and again another player who is coming back into it having like. You look at where he was after making his debut again, again the Portugal game in Faro and how things seemed to be going for his career. It looked as if he was only going one way, that this was the building blocks to possibly, not so much maybe becoming a Premier League player, but maybe decent championship level. And and, and then the move to Wigan, just disaster. Oh, a nightmare yeah. for him, absolute nightmare. Probably at the worst possible time for him because obviously Wigan were flying in League One and the manager didn't want to change it. He's had to go back to Scotland. But then loses his place completely in the squad from a position where he was actually you're in the team. he's in the team here and then yeah. he's not in the squad. And again, in terms of positives, just that just the reaction that he had, I suppose, coming back in and like anyone who knows him, obviously because obviously he wouldn't be in around the League of Ireland, but he's just like he's just like a good person and he's a good fella. Like he I'd say he's one of those players who wouldn't have got in into a squad and thinking this is where I am now and regardless I think he could have he would have understood why he wasn't in the squad. Where did he play last night? See, he's seen probably more so off the left in terms of on that. Like, there was a couple of little moments he was obviously on set pieces on that side. There was a couple of little moments of nice intricate play where he was on that side. He n- knocked in a nice little cross for the back post actually for um, for Matt Doherty that led to that chance for for Alan Brown. But he was kind of drifting a little bit again. This is where I think he has plenty to offer. So long as he's actually playing football now that he's playing, I think he'll he'll stay in. I can't I can't see him not. Is that he can kind of. It's what I suppose what's the term like flu- bit of fluidity or whatever in formation. Like he can be on that say on the left side of a say of a three in midfield or, or even if he can drop back as a two because he's just so technical on the ball. Yeah. But then if you need him as a bit of a ten, if you need to float him off as, as a almost kind of playing off a striker, he can do that as well. But like yesterday he seemed to do a lot oh last night he seemed to do a lot of kind of the damage more so kind of of a, on the left side essentially, which is where he was when his, when he made his debut against Portugal. And was so this is a depth piece for Ireland if he's you know playing regularly that will compete with Jason Jason with Knight, Knight I would imagine Malumbi yeah a bit. yeah I think Malumbi kind of, ahead of him 
Yeah, like, well, see, Malone, I don't. Malone is a different. Malone is a different in the sense that he's sort of maybe more so someone who could almost be alongside Cullen a bit deeper. If you were having him a bit further forward, I don't think he gives you the same level maybe of just control and possession as a Knight or. Uh, Jamie McGrath he just gives you that little bit of aggression and a bit more energy and a bit like in the Scotland game uh, during the summer when a lot of aggression like, yeah, <laughs> yeah but 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 you know what like we need it like that was that yeah. was Ireland's best performance of the year and again something like that can't be forgotten as well you know what I mean like that's especially at home in the in like in front of those fans like that's what they would kind of respond to like it's, like it, it's like Stephen Kenny referenced that after the game that Norway paid. Um, for some reason, it was, he was asked a couple of questions about, about the Norway game after the Malta game last night, and he was saying, "Oh, Malta paid, oh, Norway paid Ireland a bit more respect because he sees Ireland as a bit more of a possession-based team now." But it's more so a case of teams know what they can do against Ireland now that they can just sit in because the pl- that's what where you got to do with it. Exactly, yeah. do you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. so it's, like, less, it's actually less respect. In a way, uh, no, it's just not so much less respect. It's always it's just kind of it's just like from what I'm saying, well. This is what we can do. Like yeah. this is very easy to deal with. Do you know what I mean? And I would say you're looking at a combination of you need to have that level of control and passing and being out. You just need it in, in football now. But you also with Ireland, a lot of the strengths are still in that just little bit of nastiness and a little bit of aggression that brings a lot more out of some of the players in that squad. The three disappointing players, uh, David. That quote unquote disappointing. Yeah. But Gavin Bazunu, like I thought at the start of the game, he's finished. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's finished. He's brutal. Yeah. Like his distribution was actually okay at the start of the game, and then there was a couple of nervy moments, and you're thinking, yeah. this is very un Gavin Bazunu like. Yeah, that was it. That, and that, do you know what? That was my thinking exactly, Shane. Yeah, like I was just thinking, you're this wasn't the Gavin Bazunu that you've been that been been used to seeing mm. in terms of just a couple of shaky ones, like that simple pass out to Josh Cullen in the first half against Norway. And I think the, I can't remember who the chance fell to, um, but if it's Haaland, it's a goal, like, yeah, you know. And um, there was that, and then there was a moment where the cross came in, and he kind of stuttered, he kind of checked, kind of second guessed himself, and came out, went the ball, kind of just bouncing off yeah. the chest. And it was just that little bit of hesitation that hadn't been there. Now, in the second half, he made a couple of good saves, and it was like he, he kind of what you would expect that's what I'm saying about, like, even with the lads who are impressed you're just picking out this is what managers are going to do isn't it this is what coaching staff will do they're going to just pick out those little moments because like I was at the CE, Man City Southampton game earlier in the season when it was obviously say Haaland against Bizzuno and it, it, it could have been 8 or 9 nil if it wasn't for Gavin Bizzuno but the thing that stood out again even in that Southampton team was just the nature of how he was commanding that defence and there was lads dropping their heads like, I think after Haaland's goal which I think made it 3 nil a couple of the Southampton defenders had collided with each other trying to close them down. Both of them ended up on their backside and Bazzini was like a, like a, like a doorman lifting the two of them up by the neck <laughs> to say, come on lads, get back up. And then him and um, War Prowse, obviously he's the captain, the two of them were in quite a lot of dialogue throughout the game in terms of trying to keep their heads up here yeah. a little bit. And that was quite telling in the sense of how he seemed to be actually organising. So when I speak about Bazzini disappointing, it's just because you just expect him now to be faultless. That's probably why you can think any little kind of that little kind of maybe sense of, of vulnerability you're going to think mm. that's that's not like him um, which is it's it's harsh but listen he's asked me to do it so what's on your list are Egan and Obafemi well Egan because he just because he lost off the guard for the goal like so easily like I don't think there was much of a check for the goal in terms of the run I don't think like I just that's very that that's that was extremely disappointing for him because again similar to Bazzini you just don't expect it from him he, he's very good I seems to be very good at commanding that box and being organised and not getting caught in the hop like that um, so then that was that and then Obafemi just because you're kind of looking for something different 
we're kind of referencing this in a, again that piece of after you're kind of looking for, for something a little bit different from him where he kind of senses how a game is going this isn't the Norway game and he didn't really adapt to it and you're kind of that's perfectly fair because he's 22 years old he's rebuilding his career in the championship having burst through a Swansea he's had his injury issues blah 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 but then you're kind of that's just an, another little indication that he's there's still a fair bit to go in his in his progression and you just hope that at club level he continues to play regular football so when it does come to those days with games at Ireland he's just going to learn from it and have that bit of experience like it's like he's been one of the stand, he's been probably the standout in terms of, of for excitement for Ireland this year um, but that was probably a bit of a disappointing end to the year for him I'd say You'd be surprised to hear there's a lot of negativity in our YouTube comments this morning from uh, people who've watched Ireland over the last two weeks uh, particularly around the manager so the referendum on the manager is like wow that was a massive overreaction. Yeah. Like uh, again, I, I, I do think that ultimately what happens in the qualifying campaign is going to decide whether or not we think of the Kenny era as a success yeah. or failure. Absolutely, um, and that's harsh because the draw is horrific. Um, but them's the breaks. And uh, what's your assessment of where we are at the moment? Um, of where we are, I'd say it's it's yeah, it's an interesting one. I would, uh, because it's going into this campaign, it's just it, it's like what you said, everybody. The referendum, like oh, I don't know, it's very tough to kind of judge. I don't, and this, maybe that in itself is a bit of an indictment of still don't know one hundred percent what's what's going to happen because the draw is is very bad and all the rest of it, and, and extremely tough. And even this, if you look at this, this these two friendly games, it's kind of a bit of a microcosm of what the year has been, where it's been moments. Like in terms of sustained, there was a good half against Scotland away from home, yeah. and that was like very, very positive. But then the nature of how the second half finishes, nothing's really being sustained. There's been some elements of progress, there's still been some signs where you're like, this isn't working in terms of, I would say, well, I know I said, but the set pieces against, like, that's that's against against Norway, but like, you just can't do that in international football at any level to be be caught on the hop. In the nature they did with those two set pieces, and it could be harsh, but like you're just going to get killed. And like teams like France and the Netherlands, they don't they're not going to be relying on set pieces. They they they, they have they those also have that. They will they will <laughs> also have that as part of their army. Yeah. But then it's just been I just feel as if the campaign you're hoping everything over the course of a couple of years of work where Kenny has been working with these players that it does click and come together. And I say click, and it kind of seems a bit ambiguous. But you're just thinking. Because there has been some signs of, do you know what, how Ireland have been able to play away from home and also at times at home, just being able to sustain it and get that mix of what we were saying earlier about having that aggression, but also keeping that level of, of control. Now it's asking a lot because there's still that point of, there's still a lot of players there who are just naturally inconsistent and that's the reason where they are in their careers with clubs. So it's how do you how do you kind of work a system whereby you just find that consistency and international level, it's even more difficult, you know. So <coughs> short answer, I'll be honest, and maybe it is a bit of a sorry. You don't know what to expect really in, in match. Like there's been again the Portugal game, Serbia game. They've done well in games against better teams. Yeah, but you're kind of still thinking, well, what's going to happen? And you know, that's just the honest. That's, that's how the do you feel the core fans? Are leaning David like is it a fifty fifty split when it comes to the Kenny question or is there a def- definite you know the the diehard Irish fans go to every single game do you feel yeah. like there's a a way in which they're leaning at the minute I don't know like well, there's seven hundred seven hundred travelling fans in that match yeah. yesterday like that's an indication in terms of I would say say a hardcore of obviously they're, they're still buying into the into the team I know obviously I wasn't there last night and then you see some of the lads who were there obviously covering it there was like a few bills maybe a half time just because of the nature of the performance um like. 
I would say the Norway game being in that in the crowd, in, in, obviously in the crowd for that one, you weren't there wasn't like mutiny happening. Like yeah. there was disappointment. It was a bit. It was subdued, but maybe that's because of the friendly as well. I could kind of go back to use that the the Serbia game um, in the qualifiers when Ireland came back and got that late draw, and I was thinking at that point the crowd, the energy that the crowd gave the team, but also that was on the back of maybe some great saves from Bazunu. But I think it was also because they saw how the team was yeah. was playing, like that energy. I don't think it's maybe still at that same level. Like you saw, I'll be honest, I don't really go off off social media and and, and the comments. Like some of the articles I put up on online, I made the mistake a couple of times of looking at comments and like, <laughs> oh my god, like why, why do I even do this job? What is the point? Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I just think I know. I just think I think there's been enough. I think there's been enough kind of sporadic signs of performances where it's actually looked very coherent and players buying into it and understanding that you would think, do you know what. Ish, there should be enough goodwill there within that group that it's gonna it could click in in the in the in the qualifiers. The, the problem is it's been such a tough draw that regardless, Ireland Ireland could play absolute perfect games in some of those games and still get nothing in them. Yeah, so that's what, what I think. If if that happens, like if if France beat us two one and we play really well, you'd have to say uh, most Irish fans are reasonable enough to go. Well, that was a good performance. Yeah, and, yeah, that's yeah, and see that's part of the element I would say where in terms of where I'm a bit conflicted is in the sense that. Like when Stephen Kenny took the job, obviously he came in and maybe he did. He made it all for his own back because he came in not so much promise, promising a revolution, but saying things are going to change yeah. in terms of the style, in terms of the performances, and in terms of how the, how Ireland do things. And it's happened to a degree, but then when you have performances like last night and against Norway, people are saying, "Well, hold on, this isn't what we all signed up for." So <laughs> that's where people can come back to it. So it's the whole thing of, "Well, if results are the only thing that matter." But then last night, let's move on. Let's grind that butter. But the whole point is, is that it's not because where Irish football is, and where what, or, or I think a lot of people who are invested in Irish football want is, is to be able to see a consistency of change of how Ireland do play and how they operate. But it's at the very, I think it's at the start of the whole process. There, yeah, that's do you know what problem. I mean. And it might not be Stephen Kenny further down the line who maybe really sees the benefits of it, but it has to start somewhere. Yeah, and I just think you just have to. It's not a case of sticking with it. Like football has changed, and you have to. It's moving with it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be left behind. Like I, I'm not just saying. Like I did an interview with Robbie Brady about this a couple of weeks uh, last week, and he made the point as well. He just said, like, what do people want? Do they want us to be backs against the walls, fighting for our lives every single game against every single team? Yeah, and like I know Jay Lamar, but he it was great. He just said, listen, nobody's shy anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like yes, Shane. You know, like no one is in terms of systems. You're coming up against teams who can be rigid and frustrate you, and the nature of where Ireland are at, they haven't got moment the calibre of players who as a whole not just individuals but as a whole who can win say a three or four but do we not have a calibre of player that's above Malta but, uh, oh no yeah no for, for sure that's we why Ireland, but that's why Ireland won the game that's why Ireland won the game and, and in the game were comfortable other than a couple of moments on the counter like Ireland dominated the ball do you know what I mean it's not as if like there was games not too long ago when Ireland were getting absolutely bossed by Georgia home and away mm. like that's not going to happen now to the same degree like Georgia Again, another team like who like they've got they've got one of the most exciting players now in European football in well Cravadonna, that's what he's called, isn't he? But like <laughs> but what I'm saying is is that that's what's changed. One good thing that's changed, I think, under Stephen Kenny now with Ireland is is that seeing Ireland being absolutely bust and outclassed by teams home and away isn't gonna happen. But it's that next step of being able to just consistently do that and still win. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that that concern I have is you know when you say if we lose two on the France and play well, I think there'll be a little bit of empathy there for for Stephen Kenny. I almost feel like it, it it's at the level now next March where it's entirely down to results. 
Like, and I accept that. Like, if I agree play, with you. No, I agree with like, you. Yeah. If we lose two under France and play really, really well, and we and we lose the next game, he's gone regardless. And 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 I'd feel sorry for him because the performance yeah. against France is. I'm not sure if he'd be gone. No, I don't. But think I agree with you. No, but I, I, games, like, the, sur- the surge would be well, like. No, but I, I agree. With, from, but yeah, I agree with you now. Where it is actually f- f- from the outside point of view, and for all the people, maybe even fans now, it is like they said. You know what? We've seen what you're trying to do in terms yeah. of changing it. You've seen you've seen them with the players you've brought brought in and given given chances to players who may be being eased out of it. That's all. Been, that's all been great. But now, 100, percent like yeah. I think everybody here, like, of course, you're going to take beating France one 0 if it's absolutely brutal, no matter how it happens. <laughs> do you know what I mean? OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode.